Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Welcome back to our slash I don't work here lady where people get mistaken as employees when they aren't. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's ridiculous. Guys, and in today's episode, OP gets put into a terrifying situation. It's a wild ride, guys. So buckle up and do hit that subscribe button for future stories. So my wife and I were at Wally World a couple of years ago looking for a new garden hose. We were talking over the different options and not three inches from each other when this lady actually pushes me out of the way to talk to my wife. My wife was wearing jeans and a hoodie, so there was no way she looked like an employee. The lady says, Excuse me, where's the dog shampoo? My wife, just trying to be helpful, said, I would look in the pet section. The lady then rolls her eyes and says, Um, I know to look in the pet section. You don't think I knew that? I didn't see the brand I want. My wife then gives her a sympathetic look and says, Oh, that sucks. Now, assuming the conversation was over, my wife turns back to the shelf. Now, I had gotten really annoyed when the woman pushed me aside, but just assumed that she was a rude person trying to get the items on the shelf. I moved to step around her, but she grabbed my wife rather forcefully on the shoulder. Now, I know that I have anger issues, so unless my wife signals for help, I try to let her handle things or run the risk of causing a scene. So I watched quietly, waiting. The woman then says, Why are you walking away from me? You have to help me. This is your job. My wife then says, I'm sorry ma'am, I don't know where your item is. Maybe you should ask someone if they carry that brand here. So the woman then says, um, listen, are you new here or something? Isn't it your job to know these things? She then turns to me and gestures to my wife and says, what an idiot. She works here and she has no clue what she's doing. Why is Walmart hiring useless employees? Now me, comprehending the trouble before my wife says, she doesn't work here. Now, the entitled shopper looked at me like I had just spoken a foreign language. For a moment, she kept glancing between me and my wife before recognition settled in. She then turns to my wife and says, Oh, the way you were helping your friend, I just assumed you worked here. I'm sorry. My wife just smiled nervously, but I was kind of in a pissy mood that the woman had pushed me away. I then said, My wife and I are trying to decide what to buy. I then squeezed my body between her and my wife and said, Excuse us. The woman continued to stare at us, and I didn't look at her directly, but I could feel the hole that she was burning into the side of my skull. Before she walked away, we heard her say, Well, that's just not right. My wife and I sighed and went back to comparing hoses. Some people. Guys, so I read these stories all the time, and I have no idea why people walk up to others who clearly are not in uniform and do this kind of stuff. So guys, what also bothers me is the fact that she apologized to Opie's wife after realizing that she wasn't an employee. Like somehow employees are allowed to be called idiots and treated like absolute crap. Oh, I'm sorry I said all that to you. I I thought you were an employee. Okay there, Karen. Okay. Now, I never mistook this job for low risk, but I never imagined it could potentially get me thrown in jail. So we get a pretty sketchy delivery call at a late hour. 
Our front is constantly slammed, with everyone desperate to eat at a table again now that the vaccine's out, and they were in the weeds, so I grabbed the phone. Before I could even finish our standard greeting, the guy just goes, Yeah, it's Mac. I'm ordering a pizza. Well, I'm not so much for small talk either, so I'm rolling with it like, Good for you, Mac. Uh, pickup or delivery? You know, just rattling off the standard questions. He answered the first few, but then he seemed hesitant or confused. He then argued with some guy behind him for a second, and then got back on the line and ordered like normal. As though none of the preceding stuff even happened. Whatever. I caught his delivery and out I went. It was a standard large size pizza. No toppings, no extras, and they were gonna pay cash. So I pull up, and it's a scary, rundown, sparsely populated apartment complex. Mostly broke college students. So I wasn't too concerned or anything. I get to the door, and when I knock, it eases open a bit. Now, this didn't seem like the ideal neighborhood to keep your door unlocked, but it's none of my business. So I then called in, hey, pizza, and there was no response. I called a little louder saying, hey, got your pizza here. An alarmed voice from the inside was like, shut up, just come in. Now, I'm thinking, uh, no. I get that request weirdly a lot. Like, everybody from sketchy apartment bros to suburban soccer moms asking me to bring the pizzas to the dinner table because they're busy. But it's a long-standing company policy, and a damn good one, that entering the home for whatever reason is a hard no. So I said back, um, I can't do that, but I can leave it out here if you don't want to come to the door. I just need payment first. There was a silence and some shuffling, and then the door shut and locked. And the guy was like, what do you mean payment first? That's not what we agreed on. Now, at this point, I was standing there wondering if this was the first pizza this man had ever ordered in his life. Because payment first is basically implied, right? But I'm not looking for any confrontations or trying to be a jerk, so I tell him, yeah, so our store policy is payment first. And then he erupts, screaming, that's not what Mario and I discussed. So then I thought that maybe he was trying to pull some kind of scam on us because nobody at the store is named Mario, and I'm the one who took his order, so I know what was discussed. I decided if they weren't gonna pay, that I'd made a reasonable attempt to deliver, and I could safely head out now. But as I'm preparing to do so, another guy walks very confidently up to the door, pounds on it like a heavy bag, and grunts, Pizza's here. Now, I don't know if this dude in the apartment had ordered two identical pizzas from different shops, or if our pizza had taken long enough that he thought we weren't coming, and called somebody else, or that I had the wrong apartment or what, but it was weird enough that I decided to just go. Especially because pizza guy number two was looking at me with a real intense stare. Way more malice than I'd ever be able to muster on behalf of defending the turf of our joint's pies. He then said something like, Can I help you? Are you at the wrong apartment? Pretty much telling me to get out of his face. But I was already on my way and I didn't really process it. I went back to the shop and told the story to the chef. We laughed and guessed at what it could have been to drive this man to order two pizzas at once. I didn't think about it again for several weeks. Those several weeks later, I was in the shop and a couple of cops walk in. Not in uniform, but they had badges. They asked me if I had been at such and such apartment complex on such and such day, and I was like, that was weeks ago, I have no idea where I was. So then, they were all like, in that case, you wouldn't mind coming down to talk to us about what you do remember. I told them, really, I remember nothing. And they said, well that's fine, let's just talk anyways to see if there's something you might not realize is relevant, that comes back to you. 
They also said a bunch of other stuff, but I had a feeling they were just prodding me. I told them I'm working right now, but I can come later next week maybe. But they were really insistent. They were like, well, this is a really pressing matter, and we'd appreciate if you'd come with us right now. We'll explain it to your boss so there won't be any problems. You will really be helping us out. Now, their not being able to chat to me at work should have been the first red flag. But I knew I had done nothing illegal, so it didn't cross my mind that I could be in any sort of trouble or have a reason to worry. Now, I say this especially because when I got to the police precinct, everybody was extremely friendly, like I was doing them a favor. They didn't throw me in a cell or try to intimidate me or anything, but they brought me into a nice air-conditioned conference room and gave me a comfortable chair and asked if I wanted anything to drink and really just kind of talked all buddy-buddy with me for about 20 to 30 minutes. I think they even offered to order food, if I remember right. I declined even the most basic offers because I was anxious to get back to my shift. I didn't need my coworkers getting any wrong ideas. So I played along and made nice because they did get the okay from my boss to go, as long as I needed. But in the back of my mind, I was like, didn't you say this was urgent? They're running short-staffed at work just so we can trade hot takes on the college basketball world series. Eventually though, and I think they were trying to be subtle with me, but they definitely weren't, they shifted to asking me about what they really brought me in to talk about. They asked me about if I made a delivery to the apartment complex, so I told them actually I had. I told them that I wasn't sure if it was exact day that they were quoting me, but it was around then. Now, I figured they'd ask about the delivery, but didn't want to get ahead of their questions. I figured a brain dump of information would make me come off as guilty. Plus, I didn't want to accidentally tell them more than they were expecting to hear and land myself in there longer. But instead of asking like any of the questions I expected that they'd ask, they asked, and how long have you known the guys you were delivering to? Kind of confused, I responded, uh, I didn't. I could see that my answer disappointed them, but it was the truth. They collected themselves pretty quickly though. There were two detectives, the same two who'd come for me in the store, and one kept insisting on the facts as they saw them, and the other kept trying to bend things in my favor. So the bend guy was like, okay, sure. Not like y'all are best friends or anything, but at least you know them as customers, right? Now, I wasn't sure what knew them as customers was supposed to mean, because to me, it was synonymous with not knowing them. So I said no, and they changed topics. They asked how long the delivery had been planned for. I told them everything had been ordered the same day, unless it was four or more pies, and I don't remember exactly when they called, but per store policy, it wouldn't have been more than an hour before it was delivered. We went back and forth like this for way longer than I was anticipating. Them asking me questions that seemed to imply that I knew something, and me feeling super confused and giving them visibly disappointing answers, reminding them that I knew nothing. Eventually they seemed pretty frustrated, and they were basically like, hey, stop lying to us man. Cut the crap. Your friends dimed on you. It's done. And I'm sitting here thinking, uh, I have friends? But of course, in all seriousness, I was shocked by the change of tone because I had no clue what they were talking about. And I told them so. And they were both like, come on, man. You're just embarrassing yourself at this point. We know you have connections. With the one guy trying to reassure me that if I just told them what I knew, they could still help me. And the other saying I was too stupid to seize this last chance. Well, no reason to sit around and be spoken to like that, so I got up to leave. And before I knew what was happening, I was being Mirandized. It was like a nightmare playing out in slow motion in front of my eyes. So I stopped with my calm, hey, I want to get back to work now demeanor, and I lost it. I kept really enforcing and insisting that I did not even know what they were talking about, like I'd been saying all along. 
The two guys were not having any of it. They kept saying, Video tape doesn't lie, man. You want to see the tape before you lock yourself into another lie? The jury's gonna eat this up. And I'm thinking, jury? I nearly crapped myself. I don't even turn at red lights half the time, and you're talking about juries? I told them, you guys had video all this time, and you were grilling me to remember what happened, and you could have just shown me a video? Now, I knew I was over my head at that point. A million thoughts were swirling around, and I was so overwhelmed and scared. I finally said what I should have said way back at the beginning. Though I didn't say it nearly assertive enough, because I was trying to, you know, act innocent. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I asked them, should I be talking to a lawyer? And they said, do you want to talk to a lawyer? Did you do something that would necessitate the aid of an attorney? And the other guy's like, if you want a lawyer, we'll get you one. But I have to say, that does not look good on you. It'll make you look even more guilty. They then showed me enhanced frames of the video and timestamps. And they're saying all this stuff, but it was really a blur at this point. But one thing in particular stood out. They said something that they'd already said a time or two before, but it hadn't totally sunken in till then. They alleged, Your buddies thought this would be some sort of quick money. They thought it'd be real slick to order a pizza instead of just calling and saying bring the stuff up, and that we wouldn't be suspicious or we wouldn't follow up. Now, I know you're a good guy. You didn't know what you were getting yourself into, but if you're not honest with us, we can't help you. So at this point, it had been established that they thought that I'd transported some sort of large sum of money into this apartment. I had told them repeatedly about the other guy who showed up to supposedly deliver a pizza. I even pointed him out in the footage. But unfortunately, the cameras didn't have audio, so they couldn't hear me arguing with the people in the apartment over a measly few bucks. Or more importantly, hear this guy say, Pizza. So because the other guy did not have a pizza box, and I did, they did not believe me that I wasn't part of this pizza operation. So to recap, apparently what they'd uncovered from the real criminals is that they were meant to take receipt of some money. The guys inside the apartment were told something like, that afternoon, you'll get a pizza, to try and prevent anyone from saying anything incriminating on paper. So these dumb idiots in the apartment didn't understand the instructions and actually ordered a real pizza instead of waiting for their cash delivery to show up. Now, I'm pretty certain that the arguing I'd heard on the phone was one of the other criminals asking, are you sure you're supposed to order an actual pizza? Because what else would they have been arguing about, right? So once I connected all the dots, it was a matter of proving my pizza delivery was legitimate. They had tried to get a record of the delivery when they talked to my boss, but we were a small shop. We only keep tickets through the end of the week, and we just sign a piece of paper confirming our tip amount every night. 
I didn't have anyone but the criminals to corroborate my story, and there was nothing in it for them to exonerate me, or they would have done it by now. But then I remembered, the chef. I told him all about the delivery. I begged the cops to talk to him and reminded them that I had followed them right out of the store before I'd known what this was about, so they could trust he was totally untainted. Sure enough, he recounted it exactly as I told him and told the police. The stories matched near identically. The cops went through our phone logs, but these guys had called in their order from a burner, so that was no help. I figured the chef would be enough. But after I'd been in the precinct for nearly 8 hours, they said they were going to go ahead and hold me until they could verify that I didn't go with a decoy pizza and somehow give them the money another way, or until they found the real delivery guy. So finally realizing that this was not a misunderstanding that was going to go away, all these years of watching Law and Order kicked in, and I asked for my phone call. I called my dad, and of course he said don't say another word and showed up with an attorney who had me out within an hour of his arrival. I was formally cleared of all involvement the next day, barely got an apology. None of this will show up on my record or anything, but still, you'd think they'd be a little more remorseful about what they put me through. My boss gave me a couple of paid days off, having seen how serious this was. I think he was just glad that I wasn't an embezzler or otherwise a criminal, because for the longest time, they would tell him I was involved in a situation that needed information, so yeah, tread lightly, don't be like me and make this your whole career. Or do, if your only alternative is to be a cash mule for a crime syndicate. I'm super happy to have not worked there. My friends, what a wild ride. First off, I want to say that I'm so glad that OP got out of that sweaty situation. What a terrifying situation to be in, being completely innocent and accused of a crime you didn't commit. In this case, delivering drug money or something shady to people. So the comment section is flooded with comments saying, Why the heck are you dumb enough to leave your job and go talk to police? Never talk to police. Ask for a lawyer first, blah blah blah. But honestly, OP had no idea what was going on. Like, in his mind, he was gonna go to the police station to help with an investigation. But yeah guys, lesson learned. Don't comment, say you want a lawyer. Remember that. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here lady. Guys, if you enjoyed this story today, please do leave a thumbs up. And if you missed the last episode of r slash I don't work here lady, I will link it right here. A Karen assaults an employee and then cries to police about it. It's such a funny story, so check it out if you haven't, and I'll see you guys in the next one. I love you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.